so you've never <laughs> you've never listened to a Christina Aguilera song? I have never listened to like a full Christina Aguilera song. Like only snippets. I've seen like her Twitter. Uh, every every once in a while, somebody's like roasting her on Twitter. Sorry. Um, <laughs> rightfully no, so. Yes, I mean, absolutely. That, yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Um, and it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this, look at this Christina uh, singing this song. And it's like her, you know, doing all of the, everything. Uh-huh. The Christina-ness. There was, <laughs> the, in December she sang, um, I think it was the Christmas song on yes, Late Night with yes, Myers. Did that. you see that? I saw that. I did Kenan, see that. did you see that? No, it was I, heard, like, I just heard and I said, I can't bring that into my life right now. I first saw it as a clip that started at like, here we are as in olden days. But it was, she is so deeply not singing the melody that it took me like <laughs> 20 seconds to realize what song she, like I had truly no idea what song she was singing. Oh, no, no. It was crazy. It was you so will have to see it. It was <laughs> really, unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was really, it was like, it was to the point where it was just, it was like, do you know what you're, like, do you know <laughs> the song that you're singing? I'm or just do looking you, at words. Yeah, like maybe maybe you're just like singing what you think it should sound like, but you never heard the song. It's like, it felt like someone gave her the lyrics before the performance and she was just like singing along to it. It felt very Just making like it up. Wow. Very Patti LaBelle, show me that card again. energy. <laughs> Give me that card again. <laughs> give me that card again. Give me that card again. Sweetie, <laughs> give me that card again. Woo! Christmas. <laughs> Where are my background singers? <laughs> Woo! Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I am yelling already. Oh, so good. Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome Walker. And I'm Kenyon Duncan. And wow, um, today we have on with us America's Idol. It's Xavier Washington. Um, will he sing in this episode? You'll you'll just have to wait and see to find out. <laughs> wait and see. Perfect. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, so excited. N- me too. <laughs> I will admit to being excited. <laughs> um, we have a, a guest. We have an iconic guest. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's Xavier Washington. Hi. Hello. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> We were just talking about Christina, and so I'm still thinking about Christina. Um, but we certainly don't have to talk about Christina. But I, I just can't be- <laughs> Okay, go, go, go. No. I, just, gonna- I don't have anything no, substantial to say other than, I mean, you've got to get into Christina. Imagine not being into Christina. Oh, I Well, into it. is a weird way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> See, look. Ah, I... Uh, I I'm I'm gonna call, hold hold it. I'm gonna hold my mouth there. I I no actually okay. no I'm not. I feel like Christina <laughs> Aguilera is a really um um 
interesting <laughs> vocalist in terms of like choices. Um, and well, honestly, I just did not grow. I just really didn't grow up with her. Um, and so like I've only recently as people have like talked about her or like as I see stuff about her in social media, it's like, oh, that's who that is. It's like, you know of her, but like I've never, um, I haven't studied her enough to like, you know, have an opinion. So I'll try, I'll try to, I'll try to like get, get into, into that and see how she is. Maybe a recommendation to start off. Um, <laughs> her, her version of I Loves You Porgy. Yeah. Is good. Yeah. Um, it's that the, okay. um, they were honoring Nina Simone at like a Grammy nominating event, something. Um, and it's, she sounds amazing, but it is, I would say it's not representative of Christina simply because <laughs> in this performance, like every option is really good. I would say typically it's like one in six, like, Oof. And like about a six of the time I'm like, Oh my God, she kind of went off with that one. But then She's doing other things that, well, <laughs> I'd feel less positively about. <laughs> this is bringing up my middle school, like, music teacher was, mm. uh, you know, a kind of a vocalist. Um, <laughs> okay, Sadie. <laughs> held up. <laughs> it's unkind. <laughs> he had a voice. <laughs> he spoke. Well, he, okay. I mean, more of was, was a guitar player. No. <laughs> Had other anywho, he held up Christina as like the end all be all. He was like, "Go study her for like technique." Ghost, and I was like, "Technique." I was like, "I don't really." I was eleven, of course, but I was like, "But she's yelling, right?" But this is screaming, isn't it? You knew, you knew even then. You said this is not right. What can I say? And I will not be following this advice. <laughs> I'm trying to what I'm trying to think about like the first time that I was like, oh now that is a good singer. In like a like a Christina equivalent, like someone who like would have been on the radio or whatever, and I was like, she's a really good singer. Like I remember like having that moment about Beyonce, but it wasn't mm. like until later. Wait, I'm curious to hear what you would say. What with you you know, search back in the recesses of the mind. <laughs> early, think. like early uh, for you, Xavier, like, oh my gosh, like, that's good. That's a good singer right there. Um, I don't know if it's like, okay, there's two things coming to, two different like scenarios coming to my mind. One, I, mm -hmm. I grew up with gospel music. So a lot of every singer I pretty much heard on the radio in that respect was a good, like a pretty good singer. Right, um, right. But if I'm thinking like something that kind of wowed me and stayed with me, probably The Wiz, probably Diana Ross and The Wiz, because I think that was the, uh, that was my favorite movie when I was a child. Like I watched it all the time, like literally a hundred times um, <laughs> a week. <laughs> uh, so I would say, yeah, I, I would say Diana and The Wiz was literally, she, she was, I mean, she's an incredible vocalist. I think a very underrated vocalist. Um, and I was just in awe of like every single performance and just like she sings with so much passion. I, I would say probably, probably that, probably that. And Michael was good. Michael was also really good in in the Wiz, as as per right. Michael Jackson is. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I mean, that's Kenya, like Kenyan loves the Wiz. 
Like Kenyon can't get enough. It's really like the cornerstone of my life. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I guess by way of of introduction to (laughs) to those who do not know you already, I mean, to... (laughs) I guess it's not... Particularly fitting to start off with Christina, but it can only get it can only go up from here. Ooh, um, uh, Xavier, you're a singer, an artist. Um, Trying <laughs> doing doing our best as we all are, um, and uh, so do, I mean, most of what we're going to be talking about today is going to be singing and good singers, etc. Um, because. What else is there to talk about, honestly? I mean, honestly, yeah. I feel like so much of my mental space goes to just watching YouTube videos of people singing. (laughs) Probably 50% of my day. Like, no exaggeration. (laughs) Okay, this is also something that... This brings me to something else that I wanted to ask you, which is like, I would love to hear from you recommendations of, uh, like... Really good singers, but not, like, people that, like, the underground, like, people that no Mm. one has heard of before. Like, someone, to start off, someone that (laughs) I know that you follow on Instagram, who I also follow on Instagram, who I am obsessed with. Of course, now I cannot remember her Instagram handle, so I have to look it up. But it's, like, her handle is literally, like, singer forever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, my God. Yes, her. Yeah. Single. Yes, singer singer forever, like, The number four ever 15. Yeah. Yes. Tatiana Clark. Tatiana, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just is the best singer of all time. Like, she is the most talented person I've ever heard sing. Um, And she will put these videos up of her just, like, effortlessly riffing all over and throughout a song in a way that makes me think that, like, I... Not only can I not do that, like... (laughs) I'm not singing. Like, we're not doing the same thing. <laughs> like, we're engaged in a different activity. It's unbelievable. <laughs> she is incredible. I, I, I remember she recently did this uh, cover of I Will Always Love You. Or I don't know if it's recent, but she posted it like a month or so ago. And it was so beautiful. Like, I literally was just... It, it was just gorgeous. Like, singing that you're just like... Yeah. You're you're giving it. It's like you're giving it everything and nothing at the same time because it's just effortless. Yeah. Like it's mm. like this is ev- every choice is so intentional, but you're also you're just singing, <laughs> and it just sounds <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I she's incredible. Um, and her tone. I think I'm I'm really big on on listening to people whose tones are just. Setting the. I mean, tone. I think tone really sets people apart as, as vocalists. Um, and so that's why I I try to listen to people who I feel like it's just pleasing to listen. It's pleasing to listen to you. Not just like you're good at all the acrobatics, but like I could listen to your voice and it feels comforting or I listen to your voice and it feels, um, and tone doesn't always mean that somebody's like a, a, a good vocalist per se. Like, I think that like you can still have a tone that is very inviting and fills the niche of, of what I'm talking about without you technically being like good in the being a technically gifted singer um right right, right. like just because you you're 
voice is like it's kind of like the the natural part of it like just what is the sound yeah. that like your instrument makes versus yeah. like then what can you like yeah how can you use it how comfortable with you yeah with exactly. it are you etc yeah okay she's... i need some more underground people to be following then look yes. i need to let me hit my instagram because i'm like i'm going you know when you start asking the list it's you always be like oh, <laughs> right right that? right i don't forget everybody um wow there's so many first off brayla from um uh, I don't know if you've seen the like the pitch slap video of them singing. Pitch slap, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it what's Beyonce song? Baby, is that uh, Deja Vu? Um, um, literally, yeah, yeah. it's so, she's so good. <laughs> she does this like she just starts. She starts off the song swinging. It's just like she starts off swinging. She ends <laughs> yeah. it like belting like a G five, and you're just like, okay, yeah. great. So so, yes. <laughs> period. Great. Um, I re- I remember listening the first time and being like. Well, this is ambitious. First of all, it's deja vu. So right. already, like, you have set a high bar because Beyonce herself is going a mile a minute. Period. Then the beginning of the track, she comes, you're absolutely right, she comes out swinging. I'm like, you. we've got four minutes to go. Like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? And she does not, she does not disappoint. It's literally like, and also, you have to remember that Beyonce always takes the song. Down. I mean, that's a hard song. Like, you know, she sings it now mm-hmm. about like a half step down. Uh, I mean, obviously her voice has changed a lot. And she could still, I'm sure she could still do it in the original key. But I'm like, girl, <laughs> you sung that in the original key too? Like, you like, come on. Yeah. Come on. That's a hard song. Ooh, that is. <laughs> um, okay, Brayla. I'm literally, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm literally going on Terrell's page and I'm like, who is following him? Because <laughs> normally those are the people. Who is who are the mutuals that I have with him? Because mm-hmm. those are normally mm-hmm. the people. Um, there's this girl named Ariana. I listen to a lot of women. There, there's this girl named uh, Ariana Monet who, uh, she's a riffer and she like, and she's really, her voice is really light and velvety and like her riffs are extremely clean. Like she just, it, like beautiful voice. Um, check her out. There is... Oh, a lot of people I did the Terrell Show competition with, they're also great. So, like, literally Kim Cruz, obviously. Um, I guess yes, she, she yes. wouldn't count as, like, a people, someone that people don't know. Um, but incredible. Certainly um, someone more people could know. Some, yeah, certainly <laughs> someone more people could know. Um, Larea Turner. I don't know if y'all know Larea. No, um, no. Beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. I think the first time I listened to her was she was singing Open My Heart by Yolanda Adams. Um, oh, yes. Uh, chills. Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, I love that song. Oh, my gosh. You know, that song, as soon as it hits Alone in the Room, you're just like, all right, let me, let me sit down for <laughs> Grab this. Grab the tissues. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my friends, his name is Pre- uh, sorry, Prince THC. Um, TCH. Wait. Is it TCH or THC? <laughs> Lord. You know, look, I, only, I also only know people by the, by the Instagram. Name. Right, um, Prince CCH. I knew it. You know, popping out. Right, right. Um, really good vocalist. Also, like, kind of reminds me a lot of those those early two thousand singers that you would you know like gives me very much Neo, very much Usher. Um, okay, got you, got but you. But like, has a voice that's still like totally different and, and super unique. Um, man, yeah, those are those are a couple of. Of people, I feel I know I'm missing a lot of people. I'm missing a lot of people. Um, we'll sprinkle them in throughout as we go. As yeah, we we'll, we'll throw them in. We'll throw them in. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned early 2000 singers, Neo, Usher, etc. Mm-hmm. Wait, first of all, this is unrelated. 
Oh my God. I have so many things that I want to say. I'm glad we're recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> I, so I saw someone say the other day, I saw a tweet that said that Beyonce, so people obviously versus and people are like, mm-hmm. oh, like who would clearly Beyonce is never going on versus, but if she were to <laughs> like, who would be the right pairing for her? And I saw a tweet that said that it should be Usher. And I am interested mm. to hear what you all think about that. Mm. <sighs> I, I kind of see it. I see it. I do. I see don't know it. if I'm fully bought in, but I see it. Mm-hmm. I see it. Those are two people with very hard discographies to kind of match up. But in terms of in terms of like their mm-hmm. um their peaks and like a lot of their their career does mirror each other. And they also have songs together. Um right. yeah. Beyonce definitely has she has no no um no other she yeah. I, I'm just trying to think of I'm like God, contemporaries. Um like in terms of in terms of her catalog, you know, someone like Mariah Carey or or Whitney are like people who rival that. But in terms right. of genre and time period, that doesn't. I wouldn't say that they overlap in the same up. way. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't pit them to, to against against each other in a verse. Right. So it would have to be someone like Usher. That's that's our best bet. Wow. Um, who else? I can't think of anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mariah is comparable. Like, my... Whenever people bring this up, it's just that Beyonce had, like... You get to a point with Beyonce albums that it's like everyone knows every song on the yeah. album. So it's like... I just worry about someone else, like, having that depth. Yeah. Like, even Usher, I'm like, oh, I don't know that, like, you could pull out any Usher song and I'd be like, yes, I know all the words. Whereas, like, that is... Uh, that is mm-hmm. the Beyonce experience, which is why Mar- Mariah actually feels kind of like the most appropriate, just because it's like. But I here's a hot the 90s. take. I, okay. I do not think that they're. Oh, I just don't think. <laughs> I don't think that they overlap in the same way musically. Like I sure. think you could easily get twenty Mariah hits, twenty Beyonce mm-hmm. hits. But I don't think mm-hmm. that they, you know, like the purpose of the verses too, I think is you want to get people who are somewhere in the same, their peaks are somewhere around the same time. They're, they mm-hmm. are battling on the charts. Um, right. And I wouldn't say that there was a, that Mariah and Beyonce ever really battled. You know, Beyonce's coming in 2003 uh, and, you know, has kept on since. But she was, you know, Mariah was still kind of battling there on like the pop charts, arm, kind of switching back. I, I feel like... Yeah, yeah, Mar- and Mariah's peak is '90s, so I'm like, and and, and Beyonce then is singing like full on R&B. Mariah right. is a full on pop star, um, so I just, yeah, mm. I also I also don't know if Mariah has a, you know, even, uh man, people like that. I'm like, do they even have a comparable person who was in their era who was doing the same That's kind the of thing. music? Mariah and Whitney make sense to me just because of the the overlap, but even still, Whitney was like. In the '80s, already like popular and and doing what she was doing. Um, man, that's a I was up. watching um, the Prince of Egypt last night because it's my favorite yes. movie of all time. Period. Um, <laughs> and you know, credits start rolling, and Whitney and Mariah come out to sing "When You Believe." <laughs> and I don't know if you've listened to that song very recently, but the end, it like sounds like they're really battling to the death. Yes, it's just like <laughs> riff to riff to whistle notes to like it's. <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous. 
Um, but it's true. I feel like those two are the people to like pit together mm-hmm. in that time frame. Yeah. And I don't know who to put against Beyonce. Even Usher, I'm like. But see, yeah, Usher, bye. I think people, I think it's easy to sleep on Usher. But I, I think in terms of his discography, he has no, he has no, no male peers at least. Like, it, like there's no one who has the same catalog as him, starting from you know his career in the '90s all the way to right. you know almost 2014, 2015. He's still going, um, and hot. I, I don't think anyone can match that. I don't think in terms of vocal ability. Uh, I think he's extremely underrated, and I think people, people really. Like I, I, there was there was this time where people were comparing Usher to The Weeknd, and they were trying to say, "Oh, The Weeknd is right. like a better catalog than Usher." And Usher literally like just recorded a video of him like lying down, singing "Climax" <laughs> up a half step, uh, just to be like, "Oh yeah, like because I could do that." Like uh, you still got yeah, it. Yeah, it was just it was just like yeah, <laughs> like don't ever play yourself. Um, I think if you if you take confessions, mm-hmm. if you take uh, if. I, I don't. I really like Usher, man. Like I, I can listen. If I listen to maybe his first six albums, I feel like I can, I know most of the songs on there. And a lot Work. of the like, even even if you go to 2010s, if you go to like Raymond versus Raymond, like that was like, okay, yeah, you're taking me back. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. You, know, you feel me? <laughs> you got if you put OMG, if you get climax, if you get, I mean, that uh, was huge. Papers, if you get trading places, papers, if you get, wow. uh, uh, um. If you like that, what's that song? Uh, you let a little freak with Nicki Minaj. If you, I mean, he. Oh my he, gosh. Yeah. So, I think he's underrated. I really think that he would give. I think him and Beyonce will put on the show. I think I actually do think they could give very comparable things. Wow. I'm convinced. You well, convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> and Usher got his own limit. I mean, if you put Lemonade against the Confessions, I think that's like a, you know, very wow. different, very different. Things, but still giving that deep emotional look into the artist. I, I, and hey, just a thought. I mean, Raymond versus Raymond too <laughs> yes, is like yes, that right, right. also. <laughs> Wait, I'm coming out of this as a, an Usher stand. <laughs> Stan Usher. That's if you don't get anything else out of this Stan podcast. Stan Usher, Usher Raymond. <laughs> well, I feel like because we're in this area, we've got a we've got a started off we wanted to do like a <laughs> a bracket moment we, we're pitting mm-hmm. usher and beyonce we wanted to give you a chance to to go through some some selected female vocalists um and you know choose choose the winner in your book um we've chosen eight yes um and we're gonna match them up two by twos and whoever <laughs> moves on moves on and whoever doesn't i guess doesn't oh lord <laughs> Are you ready? Are you prepared? I, I'm ready. I'm ready. This Woo. is this is going to be your definitive ranking. So, <laughs> oh my god! You know, I'm terrible at ranking. Okay, let, we got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> okay, first starting off with Ariana Grande, Tori Kelly, <sighs> Ariana. Period. Sorry. I, okay, <laughs> let's just. I'm sorry. Wow, you I'm said sorry. this is going to be no, so go, hard, go, go, so go. hard immediately. I <laughs> I am an Ariana stand. Now I, I I love. I think the Tori Kelly. One of the greatest vocalists of our generation. I think Ariana Grande is an extremely versatile vocalist. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh my God. I, I just watched uh, her documentary on Netflix. And yes. I was literally just like... <laughs> the documentary ah! had me liking songs that like 
that when I heard them on the album, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you're not really singing and I don't really care, whatever. And then she goes on stage and just is in the sky, riffing all over the place, belting for her life on like Sweetener, which like literally. to me is a song that I literally hated. And then I heard it, I heard her perform it and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Look, I, I love, I literally love, I think she, she is my favorite artist right now in terms of wow. who I've listened to. I mean, she's been, my Spotify rap to, told on me uh, in terms of who I listen to the most. Um, I, it has been incredible to see her growth from yours truly all the way to positions. And I'm yeah. like, even, and live, it shows. When, when she dropped the live album, so I saw her live in, in, in uh, June of 2019. And okay. so this is still, Thank You Next is coming out. So she's doing some of those songs, but it's, it's a lot of sweetener. Literally, damn near crying for the whole, uh, <laughs> like, for the whole concert. Um, and then, you know, to see, see it again in the doc and then to hear the live album, it was just like, Yo, this girl is a vocalist and she's not in her prime. She's not even mm. in her vocal prime. And that's scary. And she's already yeah. six <laughs> albums out there. The albums are already classics and there's already so much good stuff there. Like, yeah, she she's Ariana. Yeah, Ariana. And, and yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I love Tori. And I, and I should praise Tori. Tori is literally fantastic. <laughs> Tori is literally... Uh, when it comes to control, like, I don't, I don't think there's anybody who really has, like, more control over their... Um, and like popular music today, like she really is just able yeah. to 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 tell her voice. She commands her voice to do mm. <laughs> what it should be doing. <laughs> um, and that's a lesson for any singer. Like you really can. Sometimes I, I it feels like we can allow our voices to get away from us when we really have the the power to to be like, no, you will do this riff. You will go here. You will sing this note. You will sustain this. You would, and and it's like you control it, not not the voice controls you. And so I think she's a great example of that. But yeah, Ariana, all day. Okay, taking notes. I control my own <laughs> voice. My voice doesn't control me. Okay, <laughs> check. Amazing. Um, I we'll come back to that. Uh, okay, next. This is a different direction. Um, Jennifer Hudson, Cynthia Erivo. Ah, oh, don't make me. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. Here's the I have to, I have to pick Jennifer because as in terms of art are we going from vocals or are we going from like artistry? Like what is It is however it I'm going go, right to I'm going to I'm going to go from a full package perspective with these things. Great. So that Amazing. it doesn't get too in the weeds. I I think that um I think that Jennifer is still very underrated um and I think her growth as a vocalist is very underrated I think uh, people you know people always make jokes about like oh Jennifer's so loud and, and, and all this other stuff <laughs> and it's like I I think you have to really see how much her voice has yes she's a very powerful dynamic she's a dynamic soprano and all of that stuff but like she also there since Whitney, Nobody has had a has a better head voice than Jennifer Hudson. Um, and I'll put money on that. I don't think I think she is very underrated when it comes to vocal ability uh, as a soprano and in her ability to sing multiple different things and make them her own. Um, nobody does a tribute like Jennifer Hudson. Um, and now that's not to Correct. say Cynthia Erivo be singing down. Period. Like that's not to to throw you know. <laughs> 
she ain't no slouch. You feel me? Like Cynthia, Cynthia right. really, <laughs> really. Um, and 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 when it comes to her dynamic control of of her voice, like mm-hmm. untouchable. The way that she can like she could build a G five and it could be really powerful and big, or it could be. She could mix that thing and it'll be real light and soft, but it's still Absolutely. resonant and powerful. So she, she's right. technically, technically, I would say the better, the better vocalist. Um, uh, in terms of her emotional capabilities, I think they they do very different things and they still they just do both of them well. I'm gonna have to go for Jennifer just because catalog-wise, I know more of Jennifer's music and yeah. yeah, and Dream Girls. I have to, I have to, I have to do it. Right. I mean, that's like you cannot say the name Jennifer Hudson around me without me saying Academy Award winner. Like, <laughs> won an Academy Award. So, a Golden Globe, Ms. a Grammy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Miss Cynthia has, you know, she has two Oscar nominations. Period. That's great. She has her Grammy. She has her Tony. Um, so, she's got an Emmy. And she's got an Emmy. She's almost, so, she's almost know, an e- Look. I mean, but the missing piece is the one that Jennifer has. Mm. <laughs> And you know, I mean, awards aren't everything. Like True. these up, to, these next two people will will show. Um, Amber Riley, Jasmine Sullivan. Ah, uh, okay. Obviously, I'm, I have to pick Jasmine, but literally, I <laughs> I I have to I have to give Amber her props. One because I just started watching Glee. Um, I had never watched what? it. I never wa- I know, I what? know, I know, I know, I know. I never watched it before. You're gonna lose your mind. <laughs> have you like listened to the music before? I so I had listened to. Um, the only thing I had listened to was the Teenage Dream cover. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, River Deep Mountain High with Naya and Amber. Right, right, So right. I knew that song. I streamed that song. Um, and so after <laughs> Naya passed away and I was like, oh my God, I should actually watch the show. Um, and so I started after that. So I'm on season two now. And I just got to the part where Amber is singing uh, Ain't No Way at the... the <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Night of neglect. Yes, <laughs> I'm shivering. I'm it's shivering. Ama- it's amazing. Thinking about it. Oh my god, the things that Amber Riley does on that show, and she is supposed to be literally season two. She's supposed to be a junior in high school. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? What? Yeah. In what world? <laughs> At the end of that season, she's gonna sing "Try a Little Tenderness," and you're gonna lose your mind. You're gonna lose your mind. <laughs> I literally, it's it's so upsetting to me that they paint. Rachel Berry as the vocalist on that show because it's illogical. It's the fact that anyone <laughs> who has you don't have to have any knowledge of music or any knowledge of how th- vocals and things should go to know that like it doesn't make sense that that girl is always being given the final notes and she's being given everything when that girl is literally she could sing for five seconds and she'll wail on a note and eat Rachel up. So I don't understand why that yeah. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I, Jasmine is. I have I mean, to pick. I have to pick. Ja- Jasmine Sullivan is, is is one of the greatest vocalists of our time. Her ne- album that just came out, literally so good, incre- incredible. But also the albums before that were incredible. As a songwriter, extremely underrated. Um, the way her voice, also a prodigy, has been singing the girls down <laughs> since she was since she was in diapers in diapers. Since- since age 11. Since, <laughs> since she was a child. She was eating home up at 11. We want to talk about, Gosh. I'm like, how you was eating Diana Ross up at 11 years old? Like that just, it, it doesn't compute. Like the people, I know that the people, I couldn't imagine being a child in a school play with Jasmine Sullivan, knowing <laughs> that she's singing and like, 
all the parents, you know, the parents are shook too because they're like, I want to cheer for my child. But I'm like, that girl is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> she tearing it up. <laughs> That's actually my favorite part of the video is like the audience of presumably parents who like you hear starting to yell and clap and stand on their feet in the background. It was like, actually, yes, she is singing. They're like, wait. I was here for my child, but it's girl? her. <laughs> right? Who is that? Who, who child is that? Here Especially, you know, you sit you sit through the whole musical of like these children doing the whiz, God love them, work. You get to the end and like, you know, Dorothy has other songs, but... I'm sure that Jasmine was not wailing on as soon as mm-hmm. I get home the yeah. same way that she was on home. Um, my I, favorite song I love that song. The out- That's my favorite song. Favorite yes. song from, yeah. I'm right there with you. Okay, great. Okay, 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 great. Great. <laughs> great that we that. <laughs> and then you get to the end, you're like, okay, I want to go. I know that they're, you know, I know that they've got cookies and lemonade in the lobby. Right. Like, let's wrap this up. Last song. We're almost there. And then it's the best live for, I genuinely think... I, th- I'm not saying this to be ridiculous. That is among the best live performances of all time. Like, yeah. that goes up again. Like, name any name anyone. Name another <laughs> legend. Name another icon. Name anyone at all. And Jasmine Sullivan home is right there. Yeah. Yeah. So iconic. Like, like I it's iconic. Iconic. And so, man, I it's like. She really is under underrated to me is not so much. Um, oh, everybody knows Jas- Jasmine's talent. Everybody knows, like, you know, I, I said talent, talented. Um, <laughs> like, you know that, right? But I think underrated to me is like when you don't, you can't even, people are not talking about the full breadth of someone's ability. So, like, mm, I yeah. think Mariah is underrated as a songwriter. I think people really yes. don't take into account that she wrote all of those songs like they're hits right. and they're number ones and she has and she has all of and her vocal ability yes but she wrote those songs like that's that's that to me is like the most impressive part about it um especially someone who's trying to figure out how to I can't I'm like how do you write deep fantasy <laughs> and vision of love I, I'm like how do you do that right. bro that don't make any sense so I yeah yeah definitely um okay last matchup uh, we have a combo, Chloe and Hallie. Mm. Okay. Versus. My face. <laughs> versus Miss Shalea. Oh, Chloe, Hallie. Um, now, here, here's the thing. Now, I, you, I'm answering Wait, before so you quickly. even go on, you really at the beginning said, this is going to be so hard. How am I going to do it? I will not be able to choose. Like, y'all can't make me do this. And not one of these has seemed to cause you any trouble at all. When I go from artistry, when I, if I go from an artistry perspective, it's going to be Chloe Halley because ungodly mm. hour. I, it's the one. Definitely in my, I don't want to make a, a rash statement and be like, I'm of the year, but I'm gonna at least give it in my it's in my top three albums of of 2020. Um and they stepped and 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 I will say this, they were the best performers of that whole year. Carried performing, mm. oh, yeah. carried singing, carried uh <laughs> tennis court uh realness and performance. So I mean okay. they they were, you know, I I yeah, I in terms of like I mean, it's not fair to Shalea because it's two of them together, but you know they comp- they complement each other very well. I think Shalea, obviously, an incredible vocalist, um, real just can just go from zero to one hundred. I, I, I admire that a lot. Like one of the few singers I think that could just like 
just hit it. Um, yeah. But I have to I have to give it to Chloe and Halle. Love them. Love them so much. Wow. Like, wow. stand them. Yeah. I was not expecting DNA. that. I really wasn't. <laughs> wow. So moving on, we have Ariana, Jennifer, Jasmine, and Chloe Halle. We'll Ooh. see. We'll toss them up at a later That's time. Tough. That's tough. Um, I mean, speaking of, we've, so we've put all these names into, into the space. Mm -hmm. Tell us about, so you were saying a little bit earlier that you grew up listening to gospel. Mm -hmm. But like when, when you think about when Xavier as a singer started, like what are the roots of that? Like where does that, where does, what's the origin story? Mm. Um, so I, I also come from a, a singing family. Like, uh, you know, my Work. my parents don't sing, but like my grandmother um, is a singer and like a lot of her cousins and my my cousins and my aunts and uncles. Yeah, so it's just a lot of people in my family sing and sing down. Um, so I think that was like a lot of my first exposure to it, just hearing people and hearing people in church. Um, and then I, my first time singing like, in front of people, in front of people, because I, I haven't singing literally since I was really young. Um, but when I was seven, my cousin and I did a, a we sung a Mary Mary song together, uh, "Can't Give Up Now." And then uh, yes. she ended up leaving the church, and I and I was starting to like solo and do like uh, this other Mary Mary. So I was just singing Mary Mary. That's all they had me sing. Uh, <laughs> stay singing uh, "Heaven" and "Yesterday." Yes. Um, oh, I think we also we also might have done "Heaven" together because. It was, that's a duet. Whatever. I know I, I was still singing that. So I was seven years old when that happened. Um, I kind of hated it. Like, I, I got to a point where I, I just hated that they kept asking me to do it. Okay. And mm. I always felt like, oh, my God. Like, why do y'all keep asking me to... I, I'm just a child. I'm like, why do y'all keep asking me to sing? Whatever. Um, <laughs> and if you listen to... it, If you talk to any of the whiffs, they'll be like, yeah, you still do that now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I literally was just... No, I li- I literally like no no. Are you are you quoting the 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 uh the Kristen wig? <laughs> don't make me say. <laughs> don't me don't make me say. Don't me literally don't literally that. Um. So yeah, I, I I from there I like when I was eleven I was like okay uh I think I'm gonna kind of stop. I don't really want to do it. I don't like being forced to sing. I stopped for a little bit, moved to a new church, and then I started back up again in in middle school. Um. And then from there I was I was singing on praise team and in choir and stuff in church from there. And college was my first time actually doing, uh, doing acapella, doing any of this stuff. This is this is all relatively new to me. Um, yeah, got you. I'm curious, like in those early times, outside of you know performance mm-hmm. and on stage, just like, did you listen to music at home? Did you sing to yourself at home? Like, what, you know, for you know, away from all the eyes of other people, mm-hmm. creatively, what were you up to? Yeah, I there's literally like. <laughs> My 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 mom, they used to record me because I used to like wear my uncle's like his graduation caps and stuff. Like my so my mom's siblings are 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 younger than her. They were they were like in their teens when I was growing up. And so I would like when they were graduating, I would just like get their cap and gown and stuff after and I like have my own graduation outside. I'd be singing and doing all of that. You know, so I I really have been like singing since I was very young. Like I think there's even a recording of me somewhere that has been lost now. But I was like one years old singing some like weird, you know, just like humming a melody. So like, yes. it, yeah. it, I've always been doing that. And even now I, I'm always um, 
just singing random stuff. And it's to the point where I don't even think about it. Like, you know, I've had a lot of instances in class this year where like I'm unmuted and I forget that I'm unmuted and I just start randomly singing during somebody's presentation. It's like, I'm not meeting. I wasn't trying to do that. I just genuinely am not thinking about it. Um, yeah, a lot of that. that Listen to a lot of music, funny. a lot of gospel, a lot of R&B, a lot of... Um, I'm glad that, I, you know, a lot of Christian kids be growing up in homes where I feel like they can't really listen to certain stuff, but I feel like I could just listen. I was listening to whatever my parents were listening to, which is nice. Um, so I don't feel like I had like a late start to the secular part out of the gospel. Yeah. I have to know, you said there was costuming involved. Was there choreo? <laughs> was there choreo? Choreo in that like, you know, during graduations when they do, you know how the choir will like step in when they're doing like the step and they're yes, going. Yes, and they're doing, yes. Yeah, so I was doing that. <laughs> While I was walking in, uh, I was never, never really a dancer so much as like making up full stuff. But like, I like to move, obviously, and then like, you know, groove. But I wish I was more of a, I wish I was more of a like, give me an eight count and like do all of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, I have always thought I've fancied myself a dancer, not because I've ever really done a whole lot of dancing <laughs> but in my head i'm like not you oh, if laughing. you give me an eight count like i'm here like i'm there kenyan laughing at me doesn't believe but i'm like oh i and i will fully like you know be watching whatever on t like i'll be like watching drag race or watching something and they're like learning choreography on tv and i'm sitting on my couch like i could do that that's not hard <laughs> uh-huh. then you turn around what's <laughs> and then step touch and then you move on the and of four i'm here I like in my head. I am the dancer. The last time that I like learned choreography, I literally cannot remember. <laughs> wow. My mom mourns the fact that I'm not a dancer. That's what she thought I was going to be when I was a tiny person. Oh no! She's, she's like, like, oh, my child dancer. <laughs> and so now she's just disappointed. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Unimpressed. <laughs> Music, the lesser of the arts. <laughs> uh, you talked a little bit, or you alluded to when talking to mm-hmm. talking about Mariah, like, how did she write those songs? I'm curious, uh, like, you songwriting, I've heard you, you know, sing Every Witch Aware and sound amazing. <laughs> um, but I haven't heard too much original stuff come out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm curious, is that something you feel like is coming down the road that you want to happen? Anything? Yeah, I, I feel like um, I'm just now starting that process. Uh, done a lot of covers, a lot of like singing other people's stuff. And, I, and I'm just realizing how hard it is to like put your own creativity or whatever put something new into the atmosphere um man it's hard like i i i don't think i'm a natural songwriter at least right not right now i maybe it's something that you know as you go on and you get used to it um i feel like yeah i'll definitely be able to do it more but right now in this beginning stages this it is so hard like to to compose your thoughts to think about what mm. should I be writing about? What sounds good? What melodically makes sense? Um, and so right now I'm trying to I'm trying to work on that just because I I need you know uh, the the hard part about trying to get more recognition is that people also it gets to a point where people do want music from you 
Um, and it's like, yeah, you sound good. But like now we want to be able to associate you as an artist with more than just your voice and with... And, and to be fair, that's what I want. Like I want a career... There are a lot of there are some singers who have careers where it's like they are known for being really great singers, but like they are not known for the music that they put out. Um, yeah, sure. And I want to be able to do both. I'm like I want people to say that you do really well, but I also your music touches me or your, I like your music or your music is lit and I and I, I just I, I like that. Um, but it's hard, man. I, I I don't even know sometimes where to start. Like I feel like I'm just like googling. I, I like say stuff into a voice memo, and I'm just freestyling. And sometimes things will sound good, but a lot of it, I'd be like, uh, I feel like that's just real mid or like kind of trash. Um, so I don't, <laughs> I I don't feel... know. I, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I feel like in... think We were talking about Mariah, Mariah being a songwriter, Period. and that Mariah, me, Mariah being the songwriter. <laughs> um, and I read her book last year, mm. loved it. Would absolutely recommend. <laughs> um, but she, in it, she talks about, like, you know, she never... She just always was, like, making stuff up and singing and whatever. And she would listen to stuff enough that she was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, you know, put this into a little song. Mm. Like, oh, well, I, you know, I like the way this sounds. And, like, here's something that it can be about. And so there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the way that you were talking about, you know... Uh, like always singing something like that is to me, that is like the best place to start. Like mm. to, to have thoughts and ideas and melodies. And it's like, Oh, I just have to organize this into something mm. like that is a, to have, to already have the generative spirit there to already have that. There is like, I, I just hear that and I'm like, okay, well you already write songs. Like you already do it. You just <laughs> right. have to like, you know, put them together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to ask about part. Another part of this is that there is often not, I think that sometimes people think that like, oh, well to be a songwriter, to be able to write music, like it has to happen in this certain way mm-hmm. and it has to like, you know, whatever. Um, I often find that, each time it happens, it is like it happens in a new way. It comes together in a new way. Um, I wonder with your with the single that you put out two years ago, Never Again. Um, what was the process of making that mm-hmm. like? And is that something that you're like looking to recreate? Mm. Are you looking to do something totally different? Like, how does that compare? Mm. Um, so that was very much like. Uh, so my my friend uh, Sam uh, Lopate uh, mm. basically he reached out to me. So I, I didn't know Sam before this, but he reached out to me and was like, "Oh, like we should like work together." And um, we just kind of like did a couple of jam sessions to like figure stuff out. And and what really happened was like he had already like had this idea structured out. Um, and it was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, cool! Like maybe we can make something out of this." And it literally just went from there. It was like we we were just. Uh, we tried a couple of different ideas too, but we like stuck with that one and um, just built it up from there. I, I don't even know where, I'm trying to think of like conceptually what was going on at the time. I'm like, it definitely, it had to be somebody probably playing me or in some in some capacity. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I was just Not like, bad. oh, let's talk about, let's talk about it. Um, but it. But in terms of like the writing, I, I feel like actually that, at that uh it wasn't as 
hard to kind of figure those things out. Maybe because there was already an idea I could sketch off of, which is his production. Um, sure. Now I'm trying to do something where... And, and here's the thing. I think that it was a great like first effort from me as something like... I wanted to have something out. I think with what I put out after this, I want to be very intentional that it says something about my artistry. Um, and I wanted to have the ability to like connect to, to a lot of people, even outside of, you know, uh, people who are just interested in my voice. Like, you know, something that can just, something that can just be played in any room, people who have no connection mm. to me or no whatever, and they would sure. still, you know, like how music, you know, that's just what music should be. Right, um, right, right. So now I'm I'm thinking I'm like I want to I want to work on a project from scratch kind of that I can and I and I'm working with one of my friends uh Justin uh who also worked with us on Never Again um and we're just kind of like going through uh different scenarios of of I I might like one one thing that we just worked on I I kind of just was singing over some chords and just freestyling and he like picked a part of it that was like, oh, this part sounds good and just took that and tried to form something around it. Um, mm. sure. But that process is much harder. <laughs> um, I feel like it's so much easier when, you know, a, a producer already kind of has an idea and they give it to you and then you just go, okay, uh, how can I form it? Um, but I think that it's it will be worth it to go through this process, which seems a bit slower and and much um, more difficult to flesh out in terms of ideas, um, just because maybe the maybe the ending product will be more. Um, uh, maybe like you have to go through that journey to get like a really, really um, to get that ending product that I'm looking for that says something about who I yeah. am, what what, and I'm still figuring that out. You know, that's that's right. the tough part making yeah. music, and it's like. Bro, I'm still I'm 23 years old and I'm I don't know I haven't been through a lot like I'm still trying to right. you know I'm still trying to you know yeah so right I feel like the you know the sweet spot is to be able to figure out who you are through the music like mm. maybe mm. not even to know beforehand but like as you write you also understand mm. um, that's good that's, that's that's good hold on it's much easier said <laughs> than done let me tell you. <laughs> I'm over here in the same boat being like, what What are these words on this page? Is this reflective of anything? But it is like, I mean, you said it's a more difficult process. I feel like it all it is more difficult because it is more intentional. Like you really mm. have to try on like, is, does this fit? Is this right? Does this feel like the thing? Yeah. And most of the time it's not. Like most of the time it's like, uh, no, we have to do something else. Um but that that means that you know the more time that you spend on it, mm -hmm. the more, the more time that you spend with it. Yeah. You know, the more yeah. of you that becomes a part of it, um, and so that's you know, <laughs> easier said than done. Obviously, <laughs> like it is not like <laughs> um, an easy thing to do. But like we also don't do it because it's easy. Yeah. Right. Like it is. It is benefited from the extra care and attention that it like yeah. demands out of you. Oh yeah, and I, I I mean I'm I'm just thinking about also you know this is a gateway to also getting more collaborations like you know once you get to a certain point as an artist it's not just it won't just be me you know in a room kind of figuring these things out I'll have more people mm -hmm. but it's just you know kind of wetting people's interests and 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 going from yeah. there so like 
Or is it wetting interest or wetting the palate? Wetting people's palates. Here's something. I'm doing something where I'm trying to get people <laughs> <laughs> trying to get people to be like, hey man, I want to collaborate with that dude. Um right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like another another route that artists often take into original music is through covers. Um, mm. And I mean, you have done, I've heard you do a lot of cover material. Um, I'm curious how that factors into your own, I don't know, like how, how, do, you, how do you bring your own spin, own flavor to mm. somebody else's stuff? Uh, I love, I really do like covering people's stuff. Um, just because I, I... I don't know. You 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 hear something totally different than like somebody else, and 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 I and I think I always one. I feel like I always hear everything, no matter what it is, with a little bit of like gospel something in there. So I try to like add those little embellishments. Um, but uh, man, I I I don't. It's honestly kind of weird. I don't practice per se like i don't i don't perfect when i when i when i when i cover something i'm not trying to perfect it to the point that how it comes out to you is like something that i've just practiced a hundred times there might right. be a specific riff or a specific placement that like i've done it enough after after singing it 80 times that it's like okay i'm going to probably do that thing here but every yeah. cover every single time i sing something it is completely different than what i've rehearsed and it's completely different than which i mean i think that just means I'm kind of just letting it be in the moment of performing and just, which is always risky because some things that you let it be, you know, it's like, mm, right, right. That choice. <laughs> uh, did you need that? It's like, did you need that? Uh, but, but it can really, it just, yeah, I, I'm, I've definitely gotten used to through covering and just like singing different things, letting myself just, just say, and something will come out, something somewhere will, will connect. You know what, major things you need to do, but like let let everything else just be what it is. I think it works mm. in some capacity. <laughs> I think it works too. <laughs> um what did I so I will say that I am the other end. I'm the opposite of that in so far as like when I am thinking about performing, I am very like, okay, well let's rehearse it and let's figure mm. out okay what is you know, let's map out all the things and let's figure out what, you know, how we can like opt it. It becomes like an optimization mm. problem to me. Um, and I often find that if I don't, I don't know that if I don't know that, like, if I don't know where I'm going or like what's going to happen or how I'm building something together, that it's like, it, it becomes like totally unknown and scary mm -hmm. and unpredictable to me. How is that something that like you have grown more comfortable with? just out of, like, doing it enough that it's like, okay, I am used to this feeling? Mm. Is it something that, like, is it the only way that, like, can you can you do it in other, can you think about it and predict and plan mm. out? Or is it, like, does that take out some of the, the in-the-moment mm. factor of mm. it for you? I also kind of tend to kind of black out when I perform <laughs> and, like, this weird, because I, I, I'm actually, I get extremely nervous beforehand, uh, and like I'm usually like I, I have to take time to just kind of calm my mind and then get stuff together. And then once I get out there, it's like half my brain is completely shut off, and I'm like I'm there enough to like notice and 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 be functional, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but like 
No, I'm I'm literally just letting it be whatever. So even if I practice it one way, I could practice it one way. This always happens. I'll practice something that I know I was going to do the performance a specific way, and I'll get up there and I'll feel something totally different, and I'll just do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I I yeah I think that's just come with being comfortable. And church definitely influences that because you you know you you get used to I think ad libbing culture that 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 uh, being forced to come up with things on the spot uh, when you're leading a song and praise and worship and all that stuff, like, that definitely helps because I, I feel comfortable making things up as I go. Um, I just, I always just want to know enough of what's happening in the song to where I don't feel lost, but I I don't necessarily practice things a hundred million times before I, at least if I perform live. And, and even when I'm, like, recording a video, it's not that I'm, like, practicing it a hundred times. I'm just singing, I might sing it 80 times because I hate it the first 79 takes. And I'm just like, okay, well, let me just take this <laughs> right, take. You right. know, that, that's more from, like, I just want to, that's from a perfectionist standpoint more than it is, like, a, sure. oh, I didn't do this specific choice here. And, yeah. Sure. So. What does, what does practice then look like for you when you are, like, Ooh. okay, say, say, like, um, you know, someone was someone gave you the assignment like do a cover of ungodly hour like how would you well choreo first obviously <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing <laughs> got to get the shoulder bumps that they were doing oh my god that performance was off the chain um yo practice i'm trying to think of like um so let, let me think like when i was practicing for my idol audition i feel like i Listen, I listen to the song a lot. I try to get lyrics down uh, first usually, or I like sing through it enough so I can kind of get that. I'm really bad with lyrics. Like I feel like I I, okay. I, I really have to focus on those or I'll just flub around and, and mess up. Um, <laughs> and then I just sing through it. Like if, if, it's, if it's me actually practicing a song, I will sing through it one time, see like what can I change, what didn't sound good and, you know, keep, just keep going. Um, and normally, you know, there, I, I feel like with any singer, you have things that you lean on or different chords or, or riffs that you, you know, different scale progressions that you, right. that will happen naturally. And so sure. those things kind of fill themselves in. Even, even when I hear, when I hear, um, you know, I just know it. I, I know sometimes when I do choices, I'm like, oh, of course you did that there. That's like such a you thing to do. So some of those things, yeah. I guess, are kind of filled in by that like natural thought process. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen to a Whitney performance. I know Whitney. I'm like, yep, Whitney did that choice. Yeah, that's a Whitney choice. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. Do you ever feel like I sometimes will be listening to a song that I like? There are some songs that I listen to and I just love listening to them and like they're great and they do whatever they do for me when I'm listening to them. There are some songs that are like, oh, like I would sound really good on this. Like, oh, mm -hmm. this sounds like something that like I should sing. Then there are songs that like I really love and like really gravitate toward. And for some reason in the specific way of like, I want to do a cover of this, but I'm like, I have no idea like how mm -hmm. I would or where or what the placement or, you know, it's like, I have no idea in what world, like in yeah. what context I'm doing a cover of this, but like, I've simply got to, and so like, I have a list of stuff that it's like, I don't know how this is ever going to manifest, but it's like, I've got to sing this song. <laughs> for you, are they like cross genre moments that are like how to make this work for me? Or is it like, how, what is the thing that doesn't feel like it lines up? 
sometimes it's cross genre. Like often it'll be like, you know, I it'll be like some guitar thing, and I'm like, well, mm. I can't. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> play the guitar, and if I did, then maybe I could do the. But like I don't, and so I can't figure out how to, you know, make a mm-hmm. cover of this in a different way. Like I can't figure that out. Um, sometimes it's like. Like, sometimes it's, like, you know, soprano alto singers who, like, are doing things that are so rangy that it's, like, Mm. uh, this, like, gets into, like, a really low, weird place Mm. or then it, like, sits in a really uncut, like, sits in the break or something. Like, it just feels like, uh, I don't know how to, like, make this melody Mm. sit in my voice right. (laughs) Like, I I am trying to twist it. and But then, you know, I don't want to... Christina Aguilera about in terms of Ooh, like I don't want to just make a new song. <laughs> uh, but sometimes you do, and sometimes that's okay. Well, range is important. Like like if something is too hot, that also I mean that limits. I, I can tell probably within like twenty minutes of singing a cover or like try, attempting something if like it's gonna actually work, and I'll I'll just give up. I'm like, oh, I'm, this isn't gonna sound. Good or it won't. It won't sound. It won't be representative of what the song could be. Let me chill. Mm. This is something I should listen to and not cover. So there are a lot sure. of songs like that. Like I listen to a lot of. You know, I I like rock music. Like there's there's just like a lot of like random stuff that I really like. I'm not gonna sing a yeah. cover of Headstrong by Trap because I I don't have the voice to to <laughs> to do any of that. Uh, but I love the song and if you know I can play around with it in my free time. But I'm not gonna. You know, you you right, know what right. suits you best as well. Um, and especially when it comes to range, uh, and if I'm doing a cover where I, you know, I don't play any instruments really, so like I can't uh, support cover. I can't support myself if there's no like, uh, if I'm not doing acapella or if there's no guide track or something. So if it's sure. out of the key, then it's slow. How am I do that cover if it, if uh, this cover of Ariana song, if <laughs> you know that, that key is not gonna work? So right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I feel like it's time for the second round. Okay, so we left off um, with the with the bracket, and the people who <laughs> moved on were we had Ariana moving on, we had Jennifer moving on, Jasmine moving on, and Chloe and Hallie moving on. Okay, okay, so now the new matchups: <laughs> Ariana v Chloe Hallie. Ah, this is gonna get me canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go on the record. I'm literally gonna get canceled. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chloe. I have to pick Ariana because I have to pick Ariana. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's just the way. That's just you said That's at the beginning the that that was gonna it was gonna be that way, and it yeah. is that way. Uh now I'll be picking this white girl over these black women. I'm literally going to prison. Literally. Literally. Okay. I mean, if the one white girl triumphs over all of these other black women, well, that you already said it. You're going to get canceled. Um, okay. The other side of it is uh, Jennifer versus Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then, I mean, it's easy to know who then we have in the final round, but we're going to save that for a later time. Um, <laughs> or we should just never, you know, we just leave it there. We just, <laughs> <laughs> I 
no, no. We'll be circling that. right back. We'll be circling right back. Just let that be, you know. Xavier's um, like, I actually have somewhere to go. I We got to right. wrap this. I don't know if I can stay around for the last round. I don't know. Um, but in the in in the competitive spirit, in the spirit of competition, um, I you have been a part of a couple competitions yourself. Um, the Terrell Show being <laughs> being one of those, um, which of course I watched your episode. I loved your episode. Um, thank you for the Mary Mary shout outs that were all all through, <laughs> really, because that's what I need personally for me and my family. Um, how was that experience? Oh my God. Incredible. Like, like genuinely a really incredible experience. And like, shout out to Terrell and Roxy for just like making, um, they really just made it feel so inclusive of, of, you know, everybody who was a part of it. But like from the, the summer, now I will say this, I will say this, Terrell and Roxy, the summer parts of the competition, they was really on our ass. Like they was really like, yo, like we need your video by this time. Y'all got to have it here. Y'all got to do this. You got to send it in. It's got to be this word. And so, um, and you know, we picked the song based on whatever the word was. Um, but like, that was always hard for me. Like song choice, finding the song is always the hardest part. Um, yeah. And... But going throughout, you know, I uh, had some really good weeks, had some like, eh, weeks. Um, and I was glad to like have gotten as far as I did. Um, and I think I really, I gained a lot of people. So like literally if anybody from the Terrell Show or any, anyone was watching, like I, I love y'all. Like I, I truly appreciate. Um, and like all of the fans who who came from that, all of the, I mean, that's my fan base. Like literally his fan base became my fan base, which is, which is, insane and like i i i am so grateful for that um yeah i want to do another episode sometime because i feel like i vocally i can give the girls more than i did and i gave you know i I was sitting at home like now this is good but when are we really cranking it up and going all out and losing our minds now if i can give a singer's excuse excuse, uh (laughs) at this time we were whiffs were doing the sun valley tour which oh is God! In, which was like a desert. It was literally the driest, most disgusting. I'm so sorry to Idaho. It's the driest, most disgusting weather I've ever been in my life. And <laughs> like I, I was just my throat was literally like my my vocal cords were like ah, ah. Um, and so by the time I got, I went right from that to L.A. Um, and I'd recorded my episode. Literally the day I got to LA, like within three hours after getting off the plane, three four hours after to get off. Oh the my plane. god! So not like, plain. yeah, it not was plain like, voice. <laughs> it was yeah. So I was. I, it was very much. Um, I think I felt I was a bit limited. Like I took a little Advil before to like help with like my vocal. <laughs> I I was going through something at that time where like my my vocal my uh, I don't think it was my it wasn't my cords, but it was just like my my throat was really killing me, and so yeah, you know that was. I was surprised it came out as well as it did. I literally, when I saw the episode, I was like, I thought at the time <laughs> it was going to be. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is, oh man, this is going to be really embarrassing when that hits the streets. But it, it was, it was, it was okay. But I can do it. I know I can do, I can do a lot better than that. Um, well, I can't wait for the next episode. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, again, I loved the episode. It was great. And I was living for it. Kiki key. But I was like, so where's part two? Like, when do right. we? So this was the warm up. And now when do we really, you know, go all out? 
I know. Like, I wanted... What I personally wanted was... Do you remember that time we were... When you sang Butterflies with us? Uh, <laughs> this is years and years ago. But, like, I wanted more of that, like, that fresh and free, fun and flirty yes. energy. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I was definitely giving the girls safe, like, oh. <laughs> like, all right. Like, I'm not going right. to crack on camera. Uh, or I'm not going to, uh, I'm going to be very, you know, meticulous. I'm going to stay in a certain range. I think I was a lot, I was giving very much baritone, uh, mm-hmm. during that. And like, pulled out Miss Braxton. I mean, I am, now I, am now I will say I am a baritone. And I, one thing I, I, I am grateful for is that like, I've figured that out because in the industry, everybody is a, a tenor. And like yeah. a counter tenor. So I'm like, bro, it's nice to to we need more people who sing low. I I would love to utilize that more. I like singing low. It doesn't always have to be Belton a B flat. Yeah. A a world that has great love for higher, louder, yes. faster. Um, and like, I mean, we love the tenors. We absolutely <laughs> do. And when they've got the talent and they've got the range, yes, please, and give me more of it. But it also is that thing of like, if you don't, if you're good at other stuff, then mm-hmm. like, show us other stuff. Yeah, like, you right. don't have to like, not everyone has to do the same thing. I mean, um, you are in baritone company here with us. Absolutely. Period. Period. So. Uh, when you, you were talking earlier about um, like people who, like making music that people will like listening to beyond just that they like listening to you, mm-hmm. like listening to you sing. Um, and I think this is so, and like, I'm sure that you two have both had this experience of like, I will be, I will play a video of like Jasmine Sullivan or Yeba or someone. And I'll be like, isn't this truly thrilling singing? Mm. Like, this is absolutely amazing <laughs> singing. And that there are people who are like, oh yeah, like I guess they're a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, don't listen to the music in the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I just think I find that to be very interesting. Mm. But when you think about folks that like you have, these folks who have found you through the Terrell show, do you feel like there is a, like, can you feel that connection? Do you feel specifically if there's like a, if these are people who are like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm here to listen to good singing, like whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um or is it? Does it feel like they're wanting something else? Like, is is the, how does that feel? I am definitely feeling the pressure of people wanting something else. Like, not and not like what I'm doing is like, oh, we're t- sick of you singing covers. It's more like I, I I I've had to realize that it is a compliment that people want to hear more from you beyond like they want to hear your specific stuff. Because to me, that's like saying, I am interested in your story or I'm interested in who you are as an artist, which I have to take that as a compliment. The hard part is that like people don't always think about, you know, it it is difficult to, making music is not that easy. Making good music and making right. music that takes time. This is why Frank Ocean is gone every 10 years <laughs> to go make his albums because, dude, and then when it comes out, the album is just like, what? Like, that, like that's right. the type of music I'm trying to make. And that takes time. That takes experience. And, you know, I, I, it's like a balance of me, like, wanting patience from people, but also understanding that, like, it's people, it's, it's love. It's coming from a place of we want to, like, hear 
more of you. Sure. Um, and I can't be mad at that. Like, I, and I, I'm glad and grateful that there are people who feel that way. Um, but a lot of people, they be, in my DMs, like, where is the album? <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Where's the Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I really couldn't handle that, that pressure. <laughs> yeah, it is. That, that That's the, I think that, you know, I'm an overthinker, and that definitely makes me even more critical of myself because it's like, sure. you know, there's one thing to put music out and you don't really have a, a fan base yet so you're, you can figure it out and then gain more fans as it happens. It's another thing to already kind of have people who are looking at you and so you can't really just put out anything. Like, I can't just throw right. something together for the sake of figuring it out. I have to figure... It still has to be somewhat good. Um, so that's hard. That definitely a lot of pressure. And I mean, you say it's hard to make music. Absolutely. And it is such a, like, you know, there's such the, like, the backseat driver, the, mm -hmm. like, what do they call it when it's like you're sitting on your couch and you're coaching the football team? You know what I'm trying to say? It just is so easy couch to, like. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Like a, you watch football? There's a phrase for this that I literally cannot remember and I shouldn't have tried to evoke it because clearly it is not my area of expertise. Um, but it's so easy to to sit, like turn on a song and be like, ah, this sucks, I hate it. Mm. And be like, I'm never going to listen to it again. You're garbage. Like, I am uninterested. Um, when it's like, you know, to, to make a thing that is good is like, you know, much harder than to to sit and mm -hmm. hear off the bat, oh, do I like it or not? Yeah. Or, like, decide within the first five seconds, like, am I going to keep listening or not? Mm. Uh, uh, it took me a second, really, to decipher what you were saying. <laughs> but <laughs> I got so you. Mean. I got you. Critique versus create, you know. Right. Yeah. And the ease yeah. and the difficulty. And, and some things require multiple listens. Like, what, like I love Ariana. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing I will say is that, like, her, like, positions... Now, thank you. Next was a hit from the from the jump period, but like positions, sweetener, uh, dangerous woman. Also for me, those were albums, and even yours truly. Those were albums where I like had to. Um, I loved my everything. I, I love that instantly. But right. I, I I had to I had to grow into those albums. I listened the first time I listened to them. I was like, oh, this is cool. And now when I listen to, I'm literally obsessed with every song on the album, but like that yeah. took mo that took an investment for me to be like, oh, let me keep listening. Cause I could have just stopped after the first listen. Um, and sometimes right. you don't get, you don't always get the interpretation. You don't always get everything from music the first time you listen to it. Sometimes you might not get it until the 15th time. I don't think I even got into Frank Ocean until like very recently. Um, Cause the first times I, when I listened to him when I was in high school, I was like, oh, I don't really get it. And when I listen to him now, I'm like, oh my God, I would die for this man. Like, like, like that's the type of like, the growth yeah. in my own mind affected how I listen to the same music. Um, so that played into it too. Yeah. yeah, I've been talking to Kenyon a lot recently about um, <laughs> the lead single off of Lady Gaga's album, Joanne, was Perfect Illusion. And when it came out, everyone was like, this literally is awful. It's boots on the ground. It's garbage. Like, we don't want to hear it. Like, flop, flop, <laughs> flop, flop. <laughs> And I, at the, you know, I'm the Lady Gaga stan. And so I was like, no, guys, it's good. Like, I love it. Like, it's great. <laughs> but like, was it my favorite song? No, no, no. But going back and listening to it, you know, years and years later, that once it, it has kind of that familiarity mm -hmm. already, then it like starts, you get to hear it in a whole new way. Like, mm -hmm. 
there are some things that like, you know, it's a lot of really great songs you hear the first time and it like ignites something electric in mm. you. But there are songs that like take a long time, like to think of for for one to think of oneself as like, well, I'm going to immediately get everything that I come across is like, mm-hmm. well, that doesn't make sense. Right. Like that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> why would that be the case? <laughs> um. So I totally am with you on that. And it's, it's sounds- like starting Glee. Like that first, like those first 10 <laughs> episodes, rough. Like I was really struggling to, to get. I was like, bro, these people are insufferable. And now, you know, as I've gotten through it, I'm like, okay, the acting has improved. They're gelling as a cast. It's so much better. The story mm-hmm. is good. So I'm like, okay. Like now, now I feel it and it's a much easier watch, you know? And mm-hmm. that, happens, that happens with a lot of TV shows. You know, the first season be a little rough and the second season, period. I will say for Glee, you're yes, it is getting better. I will say you are also nearing the end of its being genuinely good. I heard. And then you have to like it for different reasons. Yes. Like you have to like it because it's bad, but the singing is amazing. It's like, how are those two things happening at the same time? It's it's a roller coaster. I will have to have you back for like a full glee debrief once you finish. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We can dissect absolutely. performances. It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll be festive. Um, okay, we simply have to talk about American Idol. We do, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, American Idol, you are America's Idol, I agree. Um, I This was the first question that I asked you <laughs> about this, but I'm going to ask you again. Um, I have to know what it was like to interact with Katy Perry. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> we have been laughing about Katy Perry on this show <laughs> out of love and out of enjoyment yes. and entertainment. Yes. But like, wig. Like, wig. Did Not you just wig. say wig? Wig. Just say wig. Wig. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> wig. Wig. Like, no, it's just, a, it's just an us thing. Like, wig. Like, wig. Wig. <laughs> So, I mean, the first question, did she say wig to you? Did you sing and she said wig? <laughs> she did not. Um, it was, um, I, I cannot wait uh, to see what comes of everything. But like literally, <laughs> yeah, it, it was incredible. I I truly, um, I just, I, I, I thought the whole experience that I was just, I was just really dreaming. And it still just feels like that now. I know when I see it on TV, it's going to be even more so like, ah. Um, but they're larger than life personalities. Like, I mean, they they really, the way that things are set up, they really, um, which I can only give so much uh, attractional <laughs> reason. Um, but, I, <laughs> uh, but, they're, but they they are, yeah. I, I think everything... These, when you look at somebody, you're like, oh, that's like a superstar. And you see them in person, they are a superstar. And you feel, wow. like, you do feel that coming off. Which I'm like, that's interesting to me because I'm like, wow, will that be, like, me as an artist in 20 years where, like, I'm walking around and somebody sees me outside and it's like, you're literally kind of starstruck. And, like, mind you, I hate celebrity culture. Like, I'm not really, like, <laughs> I'm not really with it, especially because, you know, uh, one thing about it... Uh, the girls be classes. They don't be knowing what they be talking about. Well, um, there it is. They don't be knowing anything. They don't really. They don't be really talking about real issues. Mm. And you know, it's a class divide there for me. So I'm not. I'm not going. 
you know, I ain't gonna go there. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't really be messing with it sometimes because I'd be like, I feel like, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, there is something to be said about people who, um, and I and, I, and, it, and if it wasn't Katy Perry, if it was anybody who's just like someone that you have seen or looked up to or has impacted you in some way, um, yeah, it's still gonna be larger than life to to see that person um, yeah. and to interact with them. So. Yeah, definitely that. Definitely that. And I and I and I had a great experience with with all three of the judges. Um so hopefully we'll hopefully I we'll see. We'll see if I fingers are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, outside of the purely competitive aspect of it, how do you feel like it you know, what does it feel like helpful for where you are right now? Did it feel like mm. artistically, creatively, like was this a good thing to come at this time? Mm. Um I don't know. How does it feel in the aftermath? Uh, I mean, I would not have auditioned for the show if uh, COVID hadn't happened, which is like kind of weird because like I would have rather uh, COVID not have ended my gap year and then uh, killed all of the travel that Wifts were going <laughs> to uh, yeah. rip uh, Wifts of 2020. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, I would have never, I would have never auditioned for this. I would have never had the time. Uh, the only reason I have audition and stay with it is because, you know, I can do this while also being, uh, I can do it remotely, you know? And so sure. I could go to LA and audition while also, you know, still taking classes. Like I, I, and, and I was doing very much that. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, the day of my audition, I had Chinese and I woke up at six o'clock, 6 a.m. Uh, West coast time to go to my seven thirty Chinese class. So like, you know that I, I yeah. but I yeah. wouldn't have been able to do that if it was, um, if it wasn't the pandemic. And I don't think I would have auditioned at all. I, I always told myself I wouldn't do like a, uh, a big show because I don't know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how to go or whatever. But so far it's been good. So I hope it, I, I hope it will be. You know, at, at the end of the day, it can't hurt me. I mean, unless, uh, unless I said something crazy and incriminating in an interview, and <laughs> and, <laughs> and they show that. So then, I mean. I'm praying I didn't do that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm really praying I didn't do that. But if I didn't do that, it can't hurt me. It can only give a little bit of exposure. Um, and, you know, maybe it can be even more than that. Maybe somebody, the right person sees it and it could right. lead to something else. So we'll see how it, how it goes. February 14th, everybody. V-Day. <laughs> no, the, uh, the incriminating interview is this one when you're going to say that Ariana <laughs> is better than Jasmine Sullivan. Right. Um, um, who said I was <laughs> going to say, who said that? <laughs> I was going to ask about, um, about, I mean, American Idol, does it feel like I, I'm a Kelly Clarkson girl. Period. Like I, Period. A singer, she a flat can do literally anything. Yes. <laughs> literally. Yes. Oh my she God. She can do anything with her voice. Um, <laughs> hilarious that now she's on X Factor. Anyway, uh, does it feel like, I mean, so you said you, that you had always told yourself that you wouldn't do it. Is there kind of like a, wow, like you're on American, like American Idol. Like when you were yeah. growing up, like were you an American Idol girl? Like what's, what is, how does that feel personally to like be on that show? I loved, I mean, when I was growing up, I was watching the show and I remember, I remember uh, when Jordan Sparks won and mm -hmm. I had a bet with my dad because I was going, I don't know. I, I don't think I could hear that well when I was a child because I was going <laughs> for the other guy, the white dude, uh, Blake some somebody. He was the beatboxer. Lost that guy. We don't time. remember him. 
<laughs> but I was going for him. I think I just liked him because I was a child and he could beatbox. It was just like, oh my okay. God, he's beatboxing. That's so cool. Um, and now looking back, I'm like, Jordan was eating him up. What was I even thinking about? Um, so I, I loved it. I watched the show. Um, so it does feel very surreal to um, be a part of that because, I mean, who who... You know, my mom watched it, has been watching it since the beginning. And, you know, which has, would she ever think that her child would be on it? Like, I mean, I mean, that's how she kind of looks at it, too. Um, sure. So, yeah, definitely, definitely feels like, oh, my God, this is really crazy. And I know once I, when when the commercial came out, that's when it was, like, real. Because I, I didn't even know yeah. I would be on the commercial. And so, and it was also my birthday. So, it was literally, I thought somebody was just texting me about my birthday. And I was like, oh, my God. And then it was my mom, like, I, I just saw you on TV. I'm like, oh. So this is getting real like that. And it was only like literally two milliseconds. (laughs) Like literally me. That was it. Yeah. You you tweeted like, you're like, do y'all see something? (laughs) Look, that's all it takes to become a star. Okay. Yes. Look, a good solid. If they could get me on there, if I'm on there for a solid 15 seconds, you know, that's something. Um, and hopefully that gets me a verification check on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, this might take away your verification check if you do oh, get God. it. I think we have to come to the end of the bracket. I think we have to. <laughs> I, you know, wow, my connection is really, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I can't even, wow. Breaking up. No, bring the same energy in the last rounds when you said, mm, no, not her. Mm, nope. Mm. Easy. <laughs> Where did that energy go? Keep the same uh, energy. You you took a you okay. peeked ahead into where it was. <laughs> Here's the thing, going. and this is this might be shocking. I'm gonna pick Jasmine Sullivan, not just because <laughs> I need uh, to not be canceled, uh, but more so, more but more importantly, I'm gonna pick Jasmine because as an artist. Jasmine is the better artist. Um, I mean, and and she is the better vocalist, but th- but that's I don't think that really matters with Jasmine because it's like she's just better than than everyone. So that's just kind of <laughs> like you know that's that's just being a dead horse. But no, as an artist, Jasmine is the better artist. Um, I like Ariana Grande because for many reasons. I like that her songs are just they're just fun. And like some, she also has songs that are like you know very much you know they get kind of nitty and gritty. But like love that I love her voice and I love I just love the sound of her voice. Um, I really it Jasmine is someone who I think influences my artistry because she vocally and as a songwriter, uh, that's somebody who I'm like like when I just listen to Hotels, I was like oh I want to write an I want to make an album like this. Um, yeah. And I think that's two, that's two different things. Um, yeah. So I will. So yeah, that is my case for for Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. Jasmine, I'm there with you. I think that I also would gravitate toward. I mean, even in just comparing like positions to hotels, mm-hmm. that like oh yeah, oh yeah, hotels was the album that I was like, this makes me want to make music. Yes. Like I want to be yes. involved in this thing. Yes. And like positions is great. But I don't know that I've ever listened to Ariana's music and been like, this makes me also want to make music. Yeah, that's never, that's never, and that that sucks. But I, I've never felt that particular feeling from hers. Sure. And I literally, when Jasmine dropped that, I was like, oh, I want to make an R&B album. I want to make an album that does Work. something like this. I want to make something that's real honest. And I want to 
be able to write about stuff that feels relatable. And, and like, the thing is, none of those experiences could be hers. She's just telling stories of different people. And I'm like, sure. that's impressive. Like, I right. feel like sometimes my hangup is that I feel like I need to talk about what I'm going through or what I'm feeling. And I feel like sometimes, well, maybe I don't have enough that I've gone through or maybe I don't feel enough. Like, right now, I'm like, I can't talk about relationships or or anything because I don't really care. I mean, we in, we in a pandemic. <laughs> I'm like, I literally could care less. So, like, how do I right. talk about love and stuff like that when, like, that's not on my mind at all? Um, but a true artist can, like, Really just be like, oh, well, I don't really feel that right now, but I can take this and I can take these experiences yeah. over here and I can make a song and I can make you think that I'm in love or I can make you think that I hate somebody or that uh, even if I don't feel that. So, sure. yeah, definitely got to go to jazz. Yeah. And she's a better vocalist. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, when she was 11, she was eating. She was eating. She was literally, literally an 11-year-old girl in a whiz play, had the kids in the back crying because they knew. Yes. It was like... They know. They know. Xavier, thank you for being here. Thank of you for course. coming on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to... We will have to hear your Glee recap. Yeah. We'll have to hear... Literally, when you get to try a little tenderness, text me. Like, we... Yes. Yeah. Like, I have to know that that's happening to you when it is happening. Um, <laughs> As well as, I mean, we didn't even get into Ariana's victorious era. Like, I oh feel like God. there's yeah. so much more to talk. We didn't even talk about uh, Drew Seely ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drew, the king of Disney. Please, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Wow. Don't get me so started. So, maybe we'll just do, maybe we'll do a whole episode about television. If we did a whole Disney episode, television. I would literally, I would freak out. I, I literally, <laughs> if, if we just spent 30 minutes on the Cheetah Girls, like literally, I would just, uh, okay. Come on. Well, everyone opened up your calendars. <laughs> so we're finding a time to do this right now. <laughs> um, where, tell us where we, where everyone can follow you. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on all or most social media outlets at Zay the Artist uh, at C-A-Y-T-H-E artist um and you can find me on american idol uh starting on february 14th valentine's day so get your boo out <laughs> and listen to your boy or um yeah i think that's it and maybe you can just search my name up and, and probably put yale or something on there to probably come up i don't know <laughs> <laughs> there you have it get your boo and watch xavier on <laughs> american idol abc <laughs> wow Thanks for listening, divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore, and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Work. Amazing. Okay, one <laughs> take wonder out here. here. <laughs> is it like that in the studio with you too? Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh my god.